Good evening, everyone. Um, Thursday night, uh, a night that we'd normally, well, most people would normally be at footy training, sport training, um, selection night. Uh, sadly, there's no selection happening here tonight other than a couple of guests that we're going to bring on. So welcome to episode 51 of So What's Been Happening. Uh, we're going to call this the, uh, the Meta World Peace Edition tonight. That's my number 51. So uh, we don't always come up with numbers and we half the time forget to uh, talk about who, who, who our famous number 51s are, but there's a little bit of homework I've done for tonight. So let's bring up, uh, let's bring up Lovey first. G'day, mate. How are you? I'm good, mate. How are you going? Welcome back to lockdown, mate. Mate, that, that, that can't be a live, that can't be a live view behind you, can it, surely? No, look, uh, fair to say it. At some point, mate, we're we're searching for some sort of rainbow, uh, a pot of gold at least, and probably not the answer we thought. But uh, let's bring up Cousins, see where he's at. I think he's uh, he's might be men in black tonight. Oh, I, I am men in black, a little bit late. I should have been men in black for our last episode. Lovely to see you, Alan. Nice to have you back on the podcast, mate. How are you, mate? You, you look like iRobot. The, the light's absolutely shining up on you. It's glistening in your face like you've... The colour's coming out of you. What's going on there? Well, I don't like to take a cap off because according to you and our esteemed colleague in the top left corner of my screen, I've dyed my hair. So that's why I now cap all the... Caps on all occasion. I haven't dyed my skin though. I haven't gone to see a skin specialist or done a bit of fake tanning or fake lightening or whatever. So I'm just this is the best you're going to get. The it hairs just looks like you've had the light taken out of you like the rest of us. Oh, hello. The it's hairs, deep red. Yeah, a bit dark. I was going to go dark, That's but I cool. go deep red. Who's 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 that music band back in the late '80s? Aaron, simply red. Yeah, he hasn't got. It doesn't look, not looking too red tonight. It's actually looking a little bit more chocolate. Mick um, Hupnall, yeah. I think was his name. Was bit it of hot chocolate, central chocolate. Yeah, a bit of hot chocolate. Can um, can you two please not mention sexual chocolate and me in the same sentence when you two are talking? That would be much appreciated. No, that's yeah. all right, mate. We're live in a studio, so off we go, Glenn. <laughs> good, okay, good fantastic. There we go. Um, just quickly, as you alluded to, as is Rainbow in the background, look, it is what it is. We won't get political but it's a typical shit situation pardon the french but we will find a way to get through it um as we all know that's why we started doing this unbelievably to think it was 50 episodes ago and that's why we kept doing it and i i know how frustrated you both you boys both are but personally you guys have been a great support to me and hopefully by us all doing this we can support others yeah good news is uh Obviously, Berkey wanted to be on the show tonight. Um, couldn't make it due to fantastic Telstra's internet again, but one day we'll uh, we'll get it right eventually. But um, I just want to uh, quickly mention, um, obviously, the show we've got tomorrow night, um, which is one that we've had, I wouldn't say in the works, because it's been a bit of a split decision and, and out of lockdown comes a good thing and we're... We're able to bring on um, a guest that we've been looking for and searching for a while. We've had his couple of bandmates of his on at different times, um, and now we get to to interview this eclectic superstar, mate, called uh, Davy Lane. So we really look forward to that and uh, absolute model shot that he's got there. Um, I look forward to <laughs> chatting to Davy tomorrow night. It'll be it'll be a really good insight. He's 
had a very interesting career so far. Um, plenty to go, plenty to offer. So that'll be a good show. Looking forward to that. And, we, and we've reached out to a number of artists, um, not just music artists, uh, visual artists as well, um, that we're going to be doing some shows in the next week to two weeks. So it could be a bit of a jam-packed lockdown to get everyone through. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. Sorry, mate. Ken Doan? Can we get Ken Doan on? We're getting Ken well, Doan on. Who knows, mate? We might reach out to him. Uh, I think um, there might be a few. Peter Russell Clark re- reached out to us and was going to uh, throw a few eggs in the mix. So who knows, mate? Anything can happen these days. What about, what about Arne yeah. Doe? He could maybe do portraits of us all. Yeah, he'll get the blue paint out for you, mate. Um, oh, you're looking a bit oh, avatar. Hang on. Avatar at the moment. Thank you. There you go. What about, um, what about Rolf Avatar. Harris? Rolfie? No, we won't we won't be dialing up Rolfie in a hurry. No? Okay. No. Fair cool. Yeah. Um, who else? <laughs> Let's uh <laughs> moving moving right along. Yeah, correct. Fast forwarding. Um Lovey, tell us a little bit about uh your couple of days, mate. Obviously you work in the city. Um just tell us a little bit about it, mate. You've you've sent us a couple of pics that I want to bring up and it's a it's a sad and sorry affair right now. Yeah, I mean I I, I go into the office because it's been my continuity for twenty five years. Um and it's very, very hard. It's the last half eighteen months has been very, very hard uh, mentally in terms of being able to work effectively at home, being in an environment that's conducive to it. Uh, and that's nothing against my own home or anything like that. It's just, um, yeah, it, it's 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 just not what I was used to. But you, you go into the city and you know, initially you feel like you've got a bit of space to yourself in the office and all the, and all the rest of it. But when you're in an office full of uh, that has a capacity of 80 and you're the only one in there, um, that's just can't be good enough either from a mental health perspective. Absolutely. Um but what was what was really frightening, and, and I think not frightening, but it's just a very sad indictment of where our city's at. And I think every capital city now is probably the same way, and certainly on the eastern seaboard. Um, you know, I walked through it. I, I think it was Tuesday or yesterday morning, and it was you know DeGrave Street, arguably our most popular and busy street in the morning with cafes and the rest of it. There it is, there at eight forty in the morning. Normally, that lone way is absolutely chock with you know people sitting down in the middle of that uh, pavement um people spruiking about the best coffee in every single doorway you can find there and it's not it was yeah. just it was heartbreaking and there's i counted when i walked up that street i counted eight police signs um which is just those will not be filled again i i don't know how they're going to be filled refilled um the people are walking away from people are walking away from cafes that were highly profitable, let alone the ones that were battling, particularly in the burbs. Um, And then the same day, you go out for lunch, middle of the day, Collins Street, Elizabeth Street, normally heaving, and they were empty as well. Um, And it's just, you know, Melbourne Melbourne being as cosmopolitan as it normally is and socially vibrant and all the rest of it, I just don't know how it's going to get back there. Um, because again, it's not because they're shut and they're going to reopen. So many of those places along those streets throughout that grid just will not be reopening. And um, you know, I, I don't, I don't know what the future for that particular CD, CBD looks like. And 
it's actually a, it's a bit of a downer to actually go into it now, which I never thought I'd say. I mean, I, I've I've known and loved that city since I was a little kid, and yep. that was probably the first time the other day. Yesterday was probably the first time I thought our city's gone, like it's just disappeared. And I know there'll be a few people on on whether they're on Facebook party or whatever. If there's people on there that say that, but that's all for a greater cause. Um, I get it. I respect your view and I respect your opinion. But what we've been completely lacking this last of 12 to 18 months is an absolute balance up of. And when we eventually have people that can lead, both in our state and otherwise, in other states, that's the thing that's missing at the moment. And we keep going back to the same thing and same thing and same thing. It just People aren't going to come back from this. And for the people that we think we've saved from COVID, which is which is good, um, there's way too many people I know myself and you would know that, and many other people have just there's no coming back from whether that's economic ruin, whether that's more importantly mental mental health issues. Yeah. Um, yeah. People went from some already haven't, some have had enough, and yeah. all avoidable. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as we know, businesses businesses are the heartbeat of of most people. You get to spend most of your time in a workplace or a business more than you do with your own family. And I think when the heart and soul and guts gets ripped out of a business, uh, largely without anything to do with the business being at fault here, um, you know, it's it's just shattering. So. Mate, we're going to make a we're going to make a beeline for what we said we were going to do and set out to do when we first started this podcast was reaching out to people. Um, we're going to have a chat to some businesses and stuff along the way here. Um, some mm-hmm. people that have got businesses, the people that have gone through some of these trials and tribulations. Um, we're lucky enough to still be at work and have jobs right now. I really feel for those people that have gone from double incomes to single incomes to no income. Uh, and now beg, steal, and borrow to try and get through. So, um, sadly, we're not a pit of uh, money that we can reach out and and, and save all these people's uh, issues and struggles. But I know one thing is um, you got to speak up when you're struggling. And yep. there's so many people that just having a chat to uh, is so important right now. And one person I want to reach out especially to is my old man who's had a pretty serious operation a week or so ago with quadruple bypass. Mate, he's getting through it right now. Uh, I'd like to dedicate this episode to him. Um, and I know, Lovey, I'm sure you're going to have someone that you'd like to dedicate this episode to. And I'm going to ask you for one as well, cuz. So we're going to try and do that for the next few episodes. Just one person you can think of right now that you just want to give a quick shout out to. Yeah, well, I, I like you, mate. Obviously, not to the extent we all dad, but I spent um, Tuesday with my dad. I took him over to Monash Medical. He had a car accident about a month or so ago and look he's he's in a pretty good way but unfortunately he's now nearly 75 and he's not the man he used to be and I, I as you both saw I put a photo on Facebook and you have both met my dad but you haven't known him as long as some of my other friends and the first thing most of my friends said was geez your dad looks well but how tiny does he look <laughs> like he's so so like you mate yeah shout out to my to the old man Right, not to be a watcher because he's no good with technology, but he appreciates the thoughts though. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, he does, mate. Mate, if he if he was watching this week in week out, I'd be receiving text messages of him. Uh, <laughs> yes. I have to uh, improve 
<laughs> he does like to give positive feedback to both of you, and he apologises to both of you, but he does tend to get you confused a little bit at times. But obviously, as <laughs> likes to call him the he likes to call him the jeweler, and he always goes. Love is the calm one, isn't it? I said, yeah, that's exactly right, Dad. That's that's what we'll go with. <laughs> right, Lovey, over to you, mate. Who are we giving a shout out to? Uh, it can't be to one person. It's just going to be to um, a few of my friends at work, actually, and they they they. I know a lot of them are mentally struggling with this at the moment, and yep. um, particularly a few of the few of the boys, um, but. Uh, what, what we've noticed, uh, and I, I said this today in a, in a in a business update, weekly update that I do um, for the business, try and keep the chin up. And like you said, if you if you need to reach out, you reach out. Um, because sometimes even when you're down, if you're trying to help someone else, you actually feel a bit better to do it. Yep. So don't ever feel like, yeah, if you're in the trough, that's it, you're in the trough. If you can find someone that you can help out as well, I think that's... Sometimes that's the panacea, at least just for the rest of that day or that hour or whatever it might be. So uh, my shout-outs to a few of my workmates. Um, normally a fun, happy kind of bunch, but we're all sick of seeing each other on Zooms and, and Teams yep. and having having other people in the background ruling <laughs> good shots. So yeah, that's, that's, that's for me. But I, 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 my heart goes out to both of you boys. Um, you know, when your dad's... Your dad goes through things that aren't great. Um, I'm glad that both of them should be pulling through the way they, from what you guys have just said, and that's that's key. It's important. Um, I think mean, you don't know what you got till it's gone. Let's hope, let's make sure it's not gone for quite a while yet. Absolutely, here, here, mate, and uh, yeah. yeah, big collective shout out to uh, to like we said before. Lovey's just covered it off, but pretty much anyone that's out struggling in in the work force or in any form of that homeschooling um any of that environment now um it's not easy being a parent at the best of times mate now you call yourself a teacher and everything else as well mate uh it's a tough world right now so yeah and it's not just here sadly mate every friend i've reached out to anywhere in the world right now is doing the same thing um that's the most amazing part and sadly there's a lot of places that don't see it getting too rosy anywhere soon anytime soon so um yeah let's let's kind of change tact a little bit and try and uh bring a little bit of light to the situation up. <laughs> yeah let's try and find a find a rainbow in amongst this uh a pot of gold anyway at the end of this rainbow Kazo has stolen all the light in his room just for his own face by the looks of it so he, that's exactly right. Right. <laughs> thank you very much yeah yes as, as we all know and the people who watch the potty know that i'm I'm the computer literate one of the groups, so that's why my lighting is so perfect, whether it's for my face or my hair or whatever. So we all know which role we play on the podcast. So, Just to let um, you know, though, Cuz, a light doesn't really is required for a computer. you got your computer and then you've got a light. You probably need to get a light, which is your old desk lamp you used to use when you were a kid. You can find a light, mate. There you go. There you go. Give us a bit of light. Yeah, not oh. now, now. It's looking a bit like a queen cover, but let's Don't not get scare the kids, road. mate. You're gonna scare the kids projects. off. Stop it. You're a scary enough head at the best of times, mate. Let's uh, let's change it up. Let's change it up a little bit and bring on. Um, I think this will go down as probably 
one of the hits hits of the hit, hit list, um, being one of the most talented guys I know, and I guarantee you, he always makes us laugh. Uh, good friend of ours, favorite of the show. Um, I think this is about his fourth or fifth time now on the show. Mr. Oh, it's the David mighty Cosmos. It's the king of the pickled onions. Bloody hell, I tell you what. I was just about be I was just about be due for a gold watch or something. What's going on? You uh there must be at least a McDonald's award in there somewhere. Dude, Surely. give me a little junior burger with some chips or something. Are you, you, hey, Dave, Dave, listen, pickled onion we, we can debate that pickled onion thing in a sec. That, that, that just it's still giving me the shit. But the <laughs> They will do the that. Now, the whole junior burger thing, you would have been a quiet, a pretty quick little fellow around the footy field and the juniors and all the rest of it. Do you, do you, still get, do you get a few of those rewards, mate? Best on grand or encouraging awards? I got it. I, 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 uh, I nudged a couple back in the day for St. Mary's and um, <laughs> I was uh, I was reliving one of my finer moments actually only today, having a kick of the footy down the over where I kicked the winning goal in the last seconds against Beverly, I think they're in East Doncaster in about Beverly war. Hills. Yeah. yeah, Beverly Hills. Wow. Mark um, so, Murphy territory. And I unfortunately, unfortunately, I... Um, I suffered a lot playing junior footy at St. Mary's. We were the team that that it's it, uh, uh, different to to well, at least I know with my my little one playing basketball, it's not the same cohort every season. You know they swap it up. Whereas back in junior footy, if you were a crap team, you're a crap team every year. You know, so we were, <laughs> we, were we were always lingering down the bottom of the ladder. Unfortunately, it wasn't until I got to play for the Operatians that I had a little bit of premiership success in the under 19s, which was good fun. Um, yeah, the turtles, aren't they? The Parodians? Nah, that's Eltham. No, that's all. No, 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 but they're, they're green. They're green like tortoises. Yeah. That's they a green uniform. The Absolutely. They should be the turtles, but known as the Raiders these days. Yeah, no, they yeah, yeah. yeah they've mixed up the colour. Yeah, got a bit of the purple splashed in the top now. But back in my day, it was just, yeah, it was. you, you look like exactly a turtle. It was all yeah. green. Why purple? Maybe the well, Dockers in a stick. Purple, green and blue, mate. The old bluestone pile, lovey. Come on. Yeah, wasn't that to do... Yurangabi, Yurangabi, mate. Come on, lovey. Yeah, we're wasn't it a bit to do you... with the, the, um, the crybaby college colours as well? CBC colours? Because <laughs> you, you were a CBC school, Dave. Let's put it out there. Come on, as You know you were a CBC. Now, we won't yes. Righto. talk about the Just CBC on a, brothers. We'll, keep, we'll park on that a positive, On a positive note, because I said I'd keep this positive now, but we've got to shout out positive. to good... A good friend of ours, Luke Sinclair, on the show, and he's come out and he's backed you, cuz. He reckons you're looking great, mate. So, you've got to, I think Luke's Luke trying Sinclair's to get you to possibly the next our week, best mate. guest, I reckon, too. Well, you're not happy with Dave. Luke must be oh, hammered. I'm not happy with Dave. I go, to, I go to support a bloke doing a local gig. He walks in, he goes on the microphone, or here comes Snoozy. Nickname for life, mate. I know one thing Dave Cosmo was always good at at school was. Nominating nicknames and and giving giving anyone that walked past him got branded something that uh, <laughs> probably Jeez. stuck with them. So yeah, it's uh, yeah fair to say, Dave. You've had a few nicknames over time, mate, but you've definitely given out a few. That's for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, so, absolutely, mate. So, Cosy, yeah, Cosy, just yeah, Berkey, Berkey, good timing, Berkey. Do it the snoozy, I like it. Thank you, um, Mark. Pay, pay your internet bill, Mark. So, Cos. <laughs> yeah. 
Literally yesterday, I got called Bruce Willis. Is that is that a fair oh, reflection oh, or not? Oh, oh, oh. Um, yeah, I'd, 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 I'd take I'd take that. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say dead ringer. I can't wait to Yeah, it's a bit of an older one, I think. It's it's either uh, Sin City Bruce Willis or a bit of almost Expendables. Can't yeah. work out which dodgy one it was. Yeah, Uncle yeah. Fester, it, it, you ever get that one? It's not Die Hard. I know that much. It's not Moonlighting. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. You're Good right. old Sybil. That was him in Sybil that one. Shepherd. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Moonlighting, great series. It was. <laughs> All right, Davey. Um, yeah, mate. Talk to me. I know you've uh, been busy doing nothing during lockdown, other than homeschooling again. Sadly, pretty much. Uh, mate. Pretty much. Yeah, disappointingly, we only chatted. Well, not disappointingly, we chatted three days ago, and yep. it was all looking good for a gig potentially. That's mm. obviously all being kibosh now, and and the next gig that we were hoping for was the seventeenth, I think it was, wasn't it? For yeah. Tribute yeah. Tuesdays. Yeah. And that's uh, that's got the bump as well. Yep. So as I mentioned on the little prelude, that sadly uh, reschedules are kind of the name of the game at the moment. Um, mm. It's kind of like a little bit of pre-advertising for the gig later in the year, which is yeah. pretty sad that it's got to that. But um, you've still been busy, mate, in the last few days and uh, and recorded, an, or not recorded, but you've you put up a nice little lockdown special. Oh, you know, just finishing up in the studio last night before I walked out, I just, it just you know, you, you can hear it's something that came to me in about five seconds and I recorded it in about 15 seconds and, you know, you just want to, make people have a bit of a giggle even if it's just you know just for a little moment so um yeah i just uh whacked it up this morning and here we are and just having a bit of fun mate but you know but you're right it's it's, it's really on the back of just that 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 moment thought that that you know is affecting everyone at the moment that you think you're going to come out of this lockdown situation and you're quietly gearing up and then you know we're hit with another one um so, yeah, it can be a little bit deflating and, you know, the, the entertainment industry is, certainly is not the only one by far that, that is copying it really hard. And, you know, yeah, you're right. We can just reschedule gigs and as difficult as that can be sometimes, especially if you've got tours and stuff organised, which thankfully I don't, um, you know, it's just about hopefully being able to reschedule and, and, and getting out there eventually and playing. You know, that's our hope. As, as you said, we spoke three days ago thinking we're going to, you know, we had two gigs cancelled this weekend and, and one next week and, and then another one next week with Charles Jenkins that was happening in Portland. So it's, yeah, it's a little bit frustrating, but, you know, we're, we're, we're lucky to be, you know, we've got our health and we're, we're still here and, you know, we've just got to soldier on, I guess, is the main thing. Yeah, and one of the gigs that was rescheduled, which was the, the one you were playing with Chuck at Swamplands, I think that's rescheduled for around 27th of August, somewhere around there. That's um, right. Yeah. So that one at the moment hasn't been touched. In fact, we just had a message today with with a venue saying that at this stage it's still happening. So, hey, we come out of lockdown next week. With the, what's what's the date that we're supposed to come out of eventually? I, I don't know. Whatever it is. Yeah, um, tomorrow. Well, tomorrow. But yeah, it's going to be next week now. So what? The night is that the nineteenth or something? Is that right? Yeah. Isn't it sad that we're just totally losing track of days? Yeah. Dates, you know. So whatever. We, we just months. hope it doesn't it doesn't go again. You know. It's it's all about these cases and. The more cases we're getting kind of out in the community more than anything is, is what's going to gauge what's going to happen. So let's hope it doesn't shoot up. Yeah, well, definitely you, my um, youngest daughter. Youngest daughter turns 20, should know that, 22. 
COVID, it's a whole kind of blur at this uh, this time of year with, with this COVID disaster. That I've we're just got people going through my house too. I've got no idea who they are. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just leave the door open, mate. Um, yeah, yeah, the 19th is supposed to be when we uh, when it all hopefully opens up and that's her birthday. So hopefully, uh, I don't dare say there's not going to be a lot of people coming around, but um, let's hope we can at least have a positive energy. you want to give it a try? Yeah. Do you want me to okay. give it a try? I'll come around. Yeah, we can all do drive-bys. Yeah, I think that's probably how it's going to work. If we're allowed to go more than six kilometres uh, yeah. around from our house. hide in the tree. All good. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I think uh, you might know, Dave, but my oldest boy turns 18 on the 30th of August. There you go. So... And obviously, he's doing VCE this year, so he's got that as well. Look, and he seems to be coping pretty well, provided, well, hopefully, the, bombers, hopefully, provided yeah, hopefully, the Bombers keep winning. That's it, mate. Well, hopefully, he'll be out by the 30th. He can go and have a beer with the boys. Yeah. I've got yes. an idea, Dave. I have an idea. So your your little your little ditty this morning that was released on social media, fantastic lockdown. Brilliant. Um, I had a thought come to my head. Now, Johnny Cash, Ring of Fire. Surely, yeah. surely someone's going to get out there with Ring of Steel as a, as a, as a bit of a pistol. <laughs> can that happen? Can you make that happen in the next day or two? Oh, look, it can happen, mate. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. Uh, I mean, I think I think it's one thing I've proven, even just with just that little silly thing I've done and, and put on social media, that it doesn't take much to rhyme a couple of words and to, to, to whack it out there, mate. You know, like, you can do it too, lovey. You can do it too. A couple of chords, you're sorted. Brain doesn't switch off until at least 11 o'clock tonight, so <laughs> might be in luck. Just can't, just can't play the guitar or sing. So they might be. I was talking about it. Hey, this is going to be the Nirvana School of Musical Instruments. <laughs> it's just yeah. no school. It'll just happen. The School of Rock, <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, exactly. Here we go. Uh, we'll get it happening. We'll get it happening, mate. There you go. We'll have you it. Go. It's working. Done. All right, Dave. We're going to hit you up to, to give us that little lockdown number, if you can remember the lyrics. I'll give it my best shot, mate. Go for it, mate. Let's... So they're the most obvious rhymes anyway, so I should be right. Right, on, mate. Well, lockdown one wasn't very fun And lockdown two made me spew Lockdown three nearly saw the end of me By lockdown four I was bashing down the door Lockdown five I'm still alive The lockdown six you can eat a bag of Like you're in a bad dream. Short song. <laughs> short, short, succinct, but the points are very well made, mate. You know, pe- people's. This, this is the thing, right? You, you, you know more than as well as I do that people's attention span today is based on that much time. You know. It's all this. It's all, yep, okay, oh, yep, okay, well, yep, bloody move on, or oh, yep, okay, move on. So, you know, you don't want it to be longer than 30 seconds, mate, in and out. 
I, I the appreciate great... the way you went like that, mate, as opposed to that one, left or right. <laughs> no, no, none of that, mate. It's all that. <laughs> yeah, the great news is even Cuz stayed awake for that one. So, well done. <laughs> Hang on. Well Thank you. Welcome back. Welcome back. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Righto, mate. Let's change the order a little bit. Cuz, you're on the left now. That's it. Thank there he is. I'm right for others. I feel like the Brady Bunch. Just drift. That's Just right. drift. What we're going to do quickly is we're going to pick up where we left off um, when we had Dave on last time for a chat, not Sunday gone, but just before that. And it was the great fish and chip shop pickled onion debate. Dave, tell us about your little instalment and where you've been. Oh, no. Well, I took that photo tonight, actually, because I popped down there for a couple of dimmies. and a cheeky spring roll and a grill flake for dinner with the with with the kids with uh, the missus, and um, it just got me thinking again. You know, I didn't. The thing is, though, I didn't bite the bullet and actually purchase one for consumption. I just thought I'd take a photo of one, and I might have sent oh, you yeah. another photo a few weeks ago uh, as yeah. of um, probably more in line with what Lovey his point was, which was why would you eat that rubbish? Because this one that I saw in this fish and chip shop a few weeks ago was, it, it was, it should have had a, a bloody one of those crime scene tapes around it. It was, it wasn't, it wasn't good. Um, so people might think it's out there. It's, 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 it's beaten. It's broken through the, 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 you know, the PC hygiene barrier, um, that, that's 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 gone up in the last however many years, you know. Like the, the, the you can still get a cheeky bloody in there with the tongs that you put in your hand. Have I mean, really? Look at that. We can I all think just we need that. to have before our next our next podcast. I think we maybe need to have a pickled onion challenge. Yeah, it's probably not a bad idea. Where we all eat a pickled onion. Mm. I'd, yeah, be I'd, I'd be interested. I'd be interested. Slices up and cook it, so that'll be an interesting take too. <laughs> yeah. uh, Lovey, love, Lovey's going to come on the next episode with his cheeky George Foreman grill next to him, so I can get a bit of a bloody. <laughs> I'd go. be interested to get Davy Lane's um, opinion on the old pickled onion. Very keen. We right, have a chat we'll bring tomorrow night. We'll bring yeah, that up we'll tomorrow night. One Look thing I thought it. was very, very interesting that was the label. Mm. Only ones, only ones the pickle. Mm. By the look of that name, pickle onion. <laughs> Which one's the pickle? Well, yeah. Very, um, <laughs> if you've if you've watched any of the Star Wars Mandalorian series, it's very, very uh, in tune with with Yoda and his, his or the baby Yoda and his little uh, embryos there. So, what is going on with the dollar each? Dollar each. I think we've upcharged them. They used to be a good fifty. Oh, mate, yeah. I was going to ask who in the who who in the hell is is actually paying. A dollar for one of those things. Second of all, if I have sitting in front of me one of those stink bombs, as opposed to a steamed dim sim or a fried dim sim or a scallop, which is also they're all a dollar each now. Take your pick. I mean, who's who's going the onion? That is just stupid. It's, it's a just... fair call. It's a fair call. I mean, I'll, I'll pull you up on the price on on a dim sim. I don't reckon you get a dimmy for a buck anymore. But but other than that, yeah, yeah, oh, yes. I, I do out my way, mate. You need to you're know right where to shop, Dave. Yeah, no, nah, like fair enough. I can send you to. Yeah, no, nah, fair enough. What about... Uh, we, which palace? <laughs> <laughs> what about fish the... And... Let's continue the the fish and chip shop theme. Yeah. And you can't you can't go past one of these, surely, boys. 
Still to this day, no one knows what's actually in those things. It's a bloody no. classic. It's a it's a fried delight. So, so, That's all we'll put it down so as. Cozzy, I can honestly say Cozzy, I've only ever had Cozzy. one Chico roll and it didn't go well the next day. That's all I'll tell you. Well, you're weak. So, Cozzy, here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. Yeah, yeah. They are they are the best things in sliced bread because if you are if you thought that pickled onion you saw the other day could go through and get through vinegar, caustic acid, whatever the case may be, mm. that Chico roll, especially when they've oh, been yeah. in the grill for two days oh, yeah. and you're hung, it was the best – they were the best cleansing agent I've ever seen. Ah, brilliant. I'm with you oh, on the chicken roll. I'm with you on the chicken roll, mate. So the, the only thing was you had to go. You had to go two hand in the end because you didn't want everything spitting out the end of it. Oh, it has a hand action, so that's really cool. So you didn't want the. Um, you don't really want the the meat. Names well, was it meat? Who, what was it? Was it meat? Was it sawdust? It's I don't know. But it's a mince mince with some description. Yeah, it's a mince. Yeah, it was it was, sorry, mate. Interesting to see a couple of the friends of the show just put comments. Jason, that's another discussion talking about the fish and chip. Do you call it a scallop or a potato cake? Fish and chips. Chips. Fish and chips. Yeah. Chips. Yeah, fish and chip shop. Potato. If you're going to pay potato. minimum chips, you get one chip, cuz. Idiot. No. The, Alan, I don't need eloquence lessons from you, but thank you for the input. The scallops. Scallops, potato cakes, call them what you like, mate. They're in buckets. All good. Back each. Yeah. And Naomi said she's going to join the um, pickled onion challenge. Beautiful. The great pickled onion challenge. You know what? We might have to, uh, you know what? We might have to put that in. But one, another great thing I remember from those fish and chip shops was this. Hang on. <laughs> Hang on. Now, Hang if on. you didn't want to grab a Chico roll, and this was, this was the original. That's the original. That's the one I remember. Hit the yeah. hot spot there. And I remember it was used to be on an old laminated piece of plywood stuck on yeah. the fish and chip shop wall, dripping yeah. down with fat on the edge of it. Yeah. And it was it was the mecca, wasn't it, for the fish and chip shop. Mate, Next to the and, pinball and depend, machine. But it was depending it on the was shop right owner. Setup. Depending on the shop owner, it could have actually been on the very front door. First thing you see getting into the fish and chip shop was that boot on yeah. the bike. That got around that. That got around that advert. No doubt about it. That got around. Can you please put a put a the disclaimer for our lady viewers that I distanced myself from putting that up. That's that you put that up. <laughs> They've I... actually gone. They've actually. Sorry, uh, Glenn. Teardrop. Multi-gender ads now. So yeah, yeah. We'll leave. We'll leave the other one for you, Cuz, yeah. for one of your reviews. But <laughs> uh, let's go with uh, Berkey's. Berkey's trying to find out how much is maximum chips. So, <laughs> <laughs> Can, can we can we pass around the hat to get Berkey's internet sorted? Well, we've just got to get Berkey back on the It's worth about minimum chips. What's he running out there? Bloody Commodore 64. What's he, what's he doing, <laughs> Berkey? I think he's trying to still plug in his Atari right now. Um, <laughs> what is uh, What are we up to with minimum chips these days, Dave, what what were we what do they hit us up? I tell you what, I don't know what the I don't know what the, the the currency is, but I do know in terms of amount. I ordered minimum chips tonight, and I had that exact thought, mate. These aren't the minimum chips I remember when I was a kid. Like it was disgusted, disgusted. It, was, it yeah. wasn't. It wasn't a lot. 
Um, so, you know, I think we're all, and, and I mean, you must think I just eat crap all day with the family, but I also went to the milk bar today and got a mixed bag of lollies, but they're, they're, <laughs> they're, they're, they're pre-mixed for like, there's you know, another, like, there's another discussion. You know, what's, like, the what's, the mix, what's the mixed bag of lollies worth these days, Dave? You wouldn't yeah, have like no change out of five. No, not much. They don't do it anymore. You know, none of this, I'll have two of those, I have two mates, I'll have a couple of Metro gums, I'll have a couple of bloody fantails, I'll have yep. three snakes, none of that anymore. You just get what you get, yeah, bloody get out. And the funny, well part about that, the funny part about that too, there was no gloves. Or thumbs, <laughs> right? He'd lucky to even, he just, you just, all you'd hear is that little crusty noise as he drops the mates into the bag, you know? You'd have a bit gold. of this too. He'd give it a bit of this too, wouldn't he? You'd go give it, give it. You have a bit of that before he put the bloody lollies in there too, wouldn't he? Con the floor, well, absolutely. I don't, I don't know what you did to your milk bar owner, Dave. If that's the case, my my milk bar owner was wonderful. They actually used tongs when I was a kid, and I thought yeah. this is the best ever. This guy's great, and it'd be a dollar's worth of mixed lollies. I reckon there's about a dollar forty in there for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, what is a box uh, of fads? Box of fads. Yeah, it's the name there. change. Yeah. I don't think they even do them anymore, do they? Oh, they do. No, they fads, do. They're cool fads. They're they, cool fads. And they don't have. Do they the encourage red... kids. That, that, do they, they, don't they, they little... encourage kids? Going to say. Do they actually encourage kids to eat the cigarettes now? Yeah. Well, oh yeah, because they don't have the little red tip on the end anymore. So it's a wonderful segue because the milk bar in Sindal, near where my grandparents lived, you'd go to buy your grandparents their cigarettes, yeah. and you get the change, and you yeah. have a dollar change. Well, dollar, yeah. you a millionaire. Then mm. it gets you 80 lollies. Because you used to be able to <laughs> my, get the old two-for-one sort of situation. Yeah, my, my granddad and grandma are misers. They expected that dollar back, don't you worry. And, 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 footy, and footy cards. I mean, I know they're still... I know they're still they're still sort of a thing, but nothing like when we were when we were kids because there wasn't all different. There was just one set of footy cards. It's what you wanted. It had that chewy in it. it Mate, it, how know. good was the smell? How good was that oh. chewy smell? Yeah, the one stick. The it was. Yeah. It was gold. It was gold. They might yeah. have an old pack. He's about to crack open back from the eighties there. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. It's probably fresher than, fresh oh, than that Kirkany had. Picture on the back. Yeah, yeah. I found them. Bloody Glenn Hawker. I found them the other day. I found them the other day. Uh, I've got the two sets set from 86 and 80, 85, 86 and 87. You know the best set ever was the 1988 set. Oh, yeah, that's a beauty. Tell me this bloke. The 88 set. Wasn't just a, an absolute gun, the flea. Gary Wilson. The flea. Yeah. Yeah, oh, funny enough, I St. Mary's. You just, you just mentioned St. Mary's, uh, Dave. His son Brett Wilson played with me at St. Mary's. And, wow, uh, there you, there Gary, you go. Gary came you down. To, Gary came down to training a few times, and it was a very special moment. I must admit, I had no idea where he was because <laughs> I hated Fitzroy. But yeah, of course. How good was that? Jeez, he had and a the good, other, the other, the other, the other tie-in with what we're talking about is Gary Wilson. When I was growing up, he lived on the top of Plenty River Drive in Greensboro, which is near my house, right across the road from the milk bar that we went to. Like right across the road from the milk bar, the one on the hill, yeah, for a cheeky bike, pack of wet blues every now and then, Gaz. 
<laughs> Absolutely. There's been a few a few famous heads rolling around. Bruce Dool's another one I remember that used to run the uh, news agent. Just around the corner from where I live. Still, still a Monty local, Bruce Dool. He, he, him mate. and his wife, I used, I used to work with his wife at um, Monty Secondary College. There you oh, go. Wow. Shout out to the doormat. Oh, yeah. Was she just as rowdy? This one's for you, Ads. Uh, <laughs> yes, she, yes, she was. Sugar. Or was that Jared? No, that's Jared. Jared. No, that's Greg. The better Healy. That's no, Jared. That's the reason uh, but, um, my mum left. Was there, was there, was there a footballer back in the late 70s, early 80s that didn't smoke? <laughs> At half I think, maybe, oh, I think maybe Robbie Flower didn't. There's one. Uh, oh, I think sure. most, a, I think I think most of them wouldn't have smoked. I would have thought no back in the day. Oh, that whole Carlton Premiership team, nineteen seventy nine <laughs> through to eighty two, they were all dart freaks. They were just absolutely chowing them down. Like, absolutely. Yeah, really? Wow, yeah. I wouldn't have thought. Yeah, wow. Okay. And you, yeah. that, they were they were like the fittest football club in the land. Wow. We imagine what have been. Imagine if that's the case, you can only imagine what a bit, what would have been going on down at bloody St Kilda, Jesus. Or Melbourne. Or Melbourne. Oh, they were smoking cigars at Melbourne. Don't worry about that. No <laughs> hey, Dave and As, I played a practice match when I went to D, when I was at DLR. Oh against, no, so I'll come against... off the calling, Cuz. No worries, thanks, mate. Rude <laughs> <laughs> shit. Uh... What's going on there, Dave? We get these boys off. Get them, split, split them, put what. them apart. Like, like, ding, ding, ding. The, the bell's like, about to like go. An old, they're like an old married couple, aren't they? Jeez. I'm not sure what Cuz Cuz did to deserve that one. To be honest, I think Lovey was very quick on the left there. But one thing I want to do to just break it up a little bit, and we won't take yeah, too much of your time, Dave. But feel sure. free to hang around as long as you want, mate. It's been great to have you on. Is I want to play this little clip. Yeah. Um, here we go. What do you got? He would drive me mental.
How good is that? The great Razor Ray. And uh, just a quick shout out to Razor Ray. I know he just chalked up 350 games. What a character of the game. Great to see. Not bad. Yeah, Toy's back on the cot now, mate. You okay? Love him. Well, you know, I love him. I love him. Sometimes silence is the best answer, lovey. Get, Get on with your story, dickhead. <laughs> love it. Love the way you lie. Let's anyway. Let's very up. quick quickly flick to the bombers. Are they any chance, boys? I know the three loves. We got why we've got three bomber boys on here. Let's talk about are they any chance? I, I, I think they make it. They win their last two games and make it. Oh, that'll we get done by ten goals with a Gold Coast at Marvel. <laughs> I agree. I, 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 look, I, I've not subscribed to this. No, we don't want to make finals, and we can get some more draft. Boy, rubbish! I've yep. not subscribed to that for one second for a while. And truth be known, I don't, we don't have to talk about the bunch of games that we've lost within a goal or two goals, and some stupid games that we dropped. Okay, that can't do anything about the losses, but. We're, we're thereabouts, and with the way that the comp is, and we, you know, we proved it on the weekend by having a good game where everything hummed for four quarters, and the stars aligned, and a couple of things happened with the opposition that we just got in there. Anything can happen, so I reckon, I reckon we're a really good chance to make the finals. And whether we go, you know, whether we go too far or not, who cares? Let's just go for it. And yeah, that team has to lose, and we're going to win, and that's all right, but. We've been thereabouts for, I reckon, most of the season, you know, and a few more wins go our way. We're right in the mix. So, yeah, I reckon, I reckon we've got a pretty good bunch of players on the on the pitch at the moment, and we're a good we're a good chance to make it. Yeah, it, for me, it, it was funny. Like Mick Malthouse said after round, Mick Malthouse <laughs> said after round ten, um, watch the bombers; they're a sleeping giant. I thought, oh, don't know about that, but. Um, I, I just like the endeavour that we've had. And, look, we're inconsistent because we're the second youngest team on average this year. That's fine. That's what you want. Don't care. It's, that's a really good thing. Um, and on with you, Dave. I was very disappointed in particular with Matty Lloyd and what he said. I think it was on Sunday at the Sunday footy show or, or, or Monday night or something about it's a, it's a year too early. Uh, mate, we haven't won a final in 17 years. I, don't even, I, don't, I couldn't care less what our capability are. You know what? You play to win games of football and you you win to play finals. Yeah. Now, whether you lose another final this year and whatever, it's 7,000 fucking days, I don't care. Um, finals are finals. And you never, That's ever, you never look that gift in the mouth. If you can no, get there, why? you earn it. Absolutely, and you reckon yeah, you reckon the you reckon the team would be dejected to get in and go straight out? No way, they'd be fired up to to to, to hit it again next year. You know, and, and I think they they played on Sunday, and yes, Bomberman is a you and lovey Dave, but I they play like a side that believed they should be in the finals for sure, and they didn't sure. they didn't look intimidated. Yes, yeah. They're a young list, and with a young list, you'll get inconsistencies. Yeah. But the way things are, f- are falling apart for other teams now, either through, through lack of form or injuries, and with – I know COVID's a terrible thing for the wider community, but in terms of where finals might be played without interstate crowds involved, 
like this week we play the Gold Coast at Geelong, neutral territory. We win that. The belief steps up again. Sure. Play Collingwood last last game. They seem to have checked out a little bit in, with what's going on there with looking for a coach and that sort of stuff. So, look, I think the good thing is we control our own destiny. For sure, for sure. Sure do. They, they remind me, actually, of um, Aaron's team, to be honest, and what Melbourne have gone through the last three years prior to this one. And, and, and people just kept putting it down to, oh, that's Melbourne, that's their culture, it's their mentality. And, look, maybe a part of that's true, but... People have forgotten the two years. You talk about 2018. Melbourne were the fourth youngest team in the comp that year, and they ended yeah. up in a prelim coming from seventh. So, yeah. you know, you're going to get these up and downs. And, and Aaron, more than anyone yeah. knows, what that's like over the last three years. Now, yeah. Melbourne's, pro- pro- Melbourne's probably been the most consistent team this year in terms of output. They've really been sure. beaten by more than – have you been beaten by more than five goals this year no. at all? No. So Five is it. You know, I, I, I think they're a very consistent team, and that just comes with maturity. So, yeah. for me, I, look, I, I think I know where Lloyd was coming, Maddie was coming from, from a, you know, geez, we've, we've gone way ahead of expectation. And maybe Keep we're going. not mature enough. Maybe we're Keep not mature going. enough to be consistent. But you know what? Who cares? Keep winning. Yeah, that, that maturity comes with the big games and beating teams. And, yeah, <laughs> we just got to get that consistency, and that's what Melbourne's done great this year. And, and I think... The modern game has shifted so much in recent years where you can actually turn it around really quick. You can be struggling and then all of a sudden, you know, um, come good at the right time of the year, things happen to you. Just, that's, that's the beauty of our game. It's, it's so unpredictable. As much as, you know, Richmond's been dominant overall in the last few years, um, you know, they've been pushed to, 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 to get to that point. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, look, I um, delusional <laughs> Darcy Moore. <laughs> I, uh, I I just love the fact that you know they're going to put a winning culture back into our club. Hopefully, it's not a pick and choose culture; it's winning. Yeah, it exactly. There seems to be something, and a coach. You know, that's what what's really worked against David T. Clearly, is what is that perception? And the perception is for an Essendon supporter versus what we had with Worsfall last year. With what we've got with with this guy is. Someone that that is at least aesthetically and visually giving us something like, gee, he's into it. He's so he's he's excited. He embraces the players after the game when they've won, and his arms around them, and you can see him in the box. And you know, David Teague, unfortunately, he's as much as he might be really loving it internally, he just doesn't show it. And I think that it speaks volumes for people that are watching it and want to see a reaction. They want to see that. You know what? I reckon a club. I love watching a club like Carlton implode. I can't think of anything better in life right now. It's it's just wonderful to watch them. Just they're about to sack another coach. Uh, it, it's just beautiful. Um, but I got we for me a guy like David T. I, I reckon the culture in there has to be. Are you actually afraid to coach in there? Like it's almost like that club is so afraid of losing after losing for so long that if you're not winning games of footy. All of a sudden, it's just smash, smash, smash. And that's obviously internal as well. Love you. That's Next every team. team, mate. That's every team. I'm telling you, if we had a lost two, three, four, and a five on a trot, he's on He's on the top of the list now. The problem with David Teague is, you know, I don't think he's he would be scared. I think that that's just him. He just comes across as a very timid, you know what I mean? I think that's just him. And unfortunately, that persona doesn't fit that club. That club, whether they're winning or losing, they're they're one of, they're one of the well, three then, biggest. Clubs. 
clubs in in, in the competition. So well, they've, they've got to. They've had they've had Brendan Bolton before that, so they got that one wrong. Yeah, and they've and the one before if that they're not they winning. Sacked, if they're, they're winning, all bets are off. It doesn't matter who's yeah. there. They're, everyone's they're a hero. They sacked a four-time winning coach before that. Yeah. And then before that, they sacked, a, they sacked a club champion in a premiership yeah. football. Yeah. Who was actually coaching pretty well at the time as well. My, uh, my point is, if, 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 there's, if there's now a culture of just after two or three years, it's sack, 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 sack. The next coach in, and they're talking about Clarko, Buckley, whoever. Yeah. Um, it's a good point. I don't care who you are. If you're in your second year, you're still not in the top eight, despite what you're trying to do. Keep in mind, keep in mind, this is is exactly where Richmond were years ago. Mm. Okay. And they were running through the same cycle. They were hacking through coaches quicker than you could sign the next one. Melbourne were much better. It's Um, that famous conversation you you, you hear in, in in their recent history, which is Dimmer going to them and saying, don't sack me. <laughs> We've got a plan here that's going to work. Um, and my God, when you see that footage of, of Gale talking about, you know, I think he was what? It was, I think he's talking to Eddie Maguire or, or Carolyn or whoever it was. We're going to win, you know, our plan on win three flags. And it's incredible to think that yeah. they had that, they had that mindset and that, and it came to fruition. It's just, it's an amazing you know, story. You know what? As much as I hate to belief say it. from the top. It's belief from yeah. the top. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I mean, the Carlton situation, uh, Teague and, and the players, they're the selling point of the club. That's what everyone sees. No one sees what happens mm. up the top or in the, the behind the No one sees that. But if that's not humming behind the scenes and it's not co- you know, there's no cohesion, it's going to filter out to the to, – clearly that's what's happening. I mean, they're having a review. They're doing all that they've got to do because they believe there's some real internal issues. So, so with that in mind, it's an interesting segue that you say then, Dave, and obviously I'll ask you as well as in Lovey, with the coaching merry-go-round that it seems to happen annually in the AFL, there's always one side, as you said, who can be sort of near the mark and fall off the perch. With what we've got in front of us now, so we're looking at, say, Collingwood are searching for a coach. It seems to be a late amateur there that Carlton are going to want to replace the coach. I don't think he'll go, but there's been talk about the Gold Coast with Stuart Jew. Who do you think in the current climate who is available may go somewhere? Who? What are your guys' opinions? So, straight away, Stuart Jew and the Gold Coast Suns will play a part in this 100%. Clarko, I know so if Clarko goes to Carlton, he's signing his own death warrant. Um, I think that'll be the finish of his career here and there. I think if Clarko and Mark Evans, don't forget Mark Evans is his best mate at Hawthorne, um, got connections up at the Gold Coast. I, I would suspect, wouldn't surprise me if I saw Clark up at the Gold Coast. And if that's the case, and if I'm Carlton, I'm going, I am going for Stuart Jew 100%. Because Stuart Jew can coach. And I, I just don't think Carlton can afford, from a profile perspective, but also from a playing group perspective, to have some bloke who's been in the system for so long, he's probably too intelligent for them. He'd have to peel it right back. Whereas Stewie Jew, he's fantastic with younger blokes that still need to learn the game a bit. And to be honest, Carlton's list still have a lot of young guys that need to learn learn the game a lot more. The other one that seems to be forgotten is Nathan Buckley. Um, I, I, I sense Nathan Buckley may still fit in here somewhere. Um, Tank Corns mentioned that. 
Kane Coins mentioned that they're not fully classified. He said the possibility, which you'd think as a traditional Carlton Collingwood supporter, a Collingwood coach going to Carlton, but if you think about it, Malthouse did it. But look, I think Buckley's had, what, three months out of it? A little bit of a time to refresh. I think he'd, he'd be more than a good fit for maybe a Carlton or even maybe a, GW, a um, Gold Coast. Not the Gold Coast or Bucks. Not for me. Yeah, I think it's a really, really interesting discussion there. I honestly didn't put Clarko and the Gold Coast anywhere near that radar. So um, that'll be a very interesting one to follow out. Um, I'd like to see uh, Voss get another shot, Michael Voss. um, And I'd love to see him somewhere like the Gold Coast. So, look, you never know. But let's go through a quick couple of tips to finish it off. All right. So we kick off. Tomorrow night. I'm going for Giants KO. And, Giants and Richmond. And KO. <laughs> Obviously on KO. Big ad for well, KO. We need, we, need, we, need, we need to collectively go for the Tigers as much as it pains me. So Tigers for sure. What's happened with just quickly, what's happened with um with old mate Toby Green? Has anything happened there? No, nah, not back. Not still not back. So He's done. still a one week suspension. Out for one. What happened to the old days where they used to, if it failed? Oh, sorry, so he's not back. He's not back playing. I thought not back with it. With no, the he's yeah, he's so it's definitely out. Downgraded cool. to one week. They Beauty. appealed the they appealed the appeal, and he's still out for a week. Beauty, beauty. If I'm yep, Buddy so Franklin, can... if I'm Buddy Franklin, I should go out and just make sure that yep. check I gave to AFL House is yes. not bouncing. It's just a, it's a load of rubbish, isn't it? Really, I'm the whole thing's a farce. The whole thing's it's, a farce. Dangerfield's, Dangerfield slipped. Dangerfield slips in the tackle, and they still think that, well, Toby's at fault. He's got our protection. Well, sorry, maybe Dangerfield needs to learn how to stand on his feet a bit better. Oh, but, but, but isn't, isn't it also in the Essendon doggies game? Like, and not because I'm Essendon. Uh, like Mason Redmond, that was a perfect tackle, and even Botton Pally got interviewed on one of the stations on Monday. He said. I should have got rid of the ball. Should have been holding the ball. Bontem Pelly said that. There's another protector species. Let's not go into it. Let's get into the tips. I'll, I could yeah, spin yeah. another. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Right, go so we're, we're all on the Tigers. Let's be honest. Why? Um, yeah. What? Hawks and Bulldogs. Yeah. Bulldogs. I know, Lovey. I think you're you're going for GWS. Am I correct? If the oh, Tigers win, I don't think it really matters. Yeah. I don't think it matters who wins that. I couldn't tell if we win. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Of course it matters, mate. It matters, mate. Richmond must must win. Wait, the trick is that the Bombers must win. Let's let's just assume that the Bombers win. But GWS must if we if 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 they lose, we're in the eight, and we win Uh, next week. We're we're in the finals, lovey. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. All right. Okay. Let's go. 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 I know you're yeah, a those black and white cats, bit... though, those, those uh, stripy cats. All right, oh, Hawks, Bulldogs. Hawks. Yeah, next. Where's that go? Oh, oh dogs. Must, yeah, must be Bulldogs. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't Hawks. know. You just don't know. I'm going to go Hawks as well. So there's two nah. of us. Nah. Two on two. What? All right, oh, um, cats. Hey, 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 hey. Aaron, Aaron. I'll eat six pickled onions if Hawthorne get up. Oh, <laughs> oh, come no. on, the Hawks. That's, that's what I was looking for. Jesus. A little bit of a bite. 
Beautiful. Hang on a minute. Wow, that is. Yeah, that clock going? Yeah, it's on. The bet's on. Cars. 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 Yeah, yeah. I just want to get. Is that Uber Eats? I want six pickle onions on standby (laughs) for next week. That is. To be delivered to East Ringwood. We'll take what's left in that bucket. All right, next next one. Aaron, you need to find a game. You need to find a game where you're going to eat a whole box of mussels from the fridge as well. I don't know if I'm silly enough to make that bet, lovey, but you've you've delivered it first. So, Dave, your mission will be if that match happens and we get the result <laughs> that we're looking for, Dave. You got to go down, but we want the whole jar. We want the jar, mate. The jar. We want the jar. Done. We want the jar as well. We don't want a little plastic bag to put them in. We need the whole jar because there might even be a little bit of liquid consumed. Ooh, walk, yeah. walk into the shop, Dave. <laughs> you, might even, you, say, you might even find Keith Richards floating in there. Just Fuck, walk into the done? shop, knock on the when you speak to the guy, say, mate, here's 10 bucks. What's in the jar? In the jar. Yep, in the jar. The I'm jar. about you to run guess out of many, guess how many people... I'm, I'm just yes, about out of yeah. here. My battery's about to die. No worries, mate. It's great you're for you. Great that you spent a bit of time with us. Give us a last tip here. Cats well, and Kilda. That, yeah, well, that one is a tough one because the Saints are, played all right and the, and the Cats had a bit of a fright. But I think, you know, I think you're going to have a hiccup. But I think the obvious there is that the, the Cats will they'll prevail, okay. I think. Yeah, I think the Cats have got to win that. I think we all agree Thank there. Gosh. Port Carlton. Well, does, uh, let's just hope the misery continues there. Does Mark Murphy get his farewell? Yeah, well, he, he probably stay he does, there. But not, not with a win. Isn't Mackay out, though? He'd probably stay and live in South Australia if I was him. Yeah, yeah I think Mackay's <laughs> out, so that's a big loss. Yeah. Brisbane Collingwood. Uh, Brisbane. The, the, yeah, easy. Where's it being played, though? Gabba. Who cares? Doesn't matter. Collingwood's Gabba a shit as Carlton. Gabber, if yeah. they can get there. North, North Sydney. Yep. As much as I hate the Swans, Sydney. Sydney. Yeah, I think you're right. Yep. Let's I take the right. Swans. Yeah. Took away the cola, so they've got the umpires in their pocket and said, next. Demons, yeah. Adelaide. <laughs> the last last loss. Demons. Well, I think... Demons, yeah, comfortably. Yeah, I, think it, I think easy. All right. Let's stay optimistic. We've gone with the Suns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Of course By 10. Yeah, put it this way, lovey. I'm not. I'm not betting against the Don there. There's, there's too much at stake. Oh, it's uh, not. A, it's on, not mate. a Monty. Hey, I tell you what. There's one thing about the Bombers is they always play. That's I guess the close game thing. They always play as good as their opposition are. Don't you? Don't you reckon? Like yeah, they well. never. Apart from apart from when they pumped the Saints earlier this year, this year by like 85 points, they're always just there. So they kind of play as good. So if it's an average team. I don't know. So, anyway, we have to win. It's a must. It's a must. Yeah, I think that's kind of what young sides do. Young sides get dragged up to about the level of the team they're at, and they play with that, and rarely do they take them to the slaughter after that. It's it's hard. And I think Dave's ran out of battery, so we've missed him on the last couple of weeks. What's your your, – let's go with the last game there. We missed it by one game. Dockers and the Eagles. That'll be a ripper. I I give the Dockers sample size of – Last Monday's game, I give the and I know Lovey's been a, a fan of where they could finish up this year. I give the Dockers a huge chance. Look, and I don't say this in disrespect of the Eagles, but 
what's going on there at the Eagles? No, he, mate, disrespect them as much as you like. I do. I, they're just full of full of folks that are a bit arrogant, <laughs> bit of uh, <laughs> <laughs> on your Dave. Thanks, Dave. Yeah, um, mate, disrespect them as much as you want. Just to me, if um, talking about how many the like, Dockers get up, if the Dockers win. The Eagles have a chance to miss out as well. If you can just do your magic yep. work with the ladder again, because look at the look at the Eagles' percentage. I know they've got yeah, well, they forty can, points, but they, no they can drop as far as tenth. Yeah, who, they can drop as far they, as tenth after this one. Who do they play in the last game? Don't know. Don't know, mate. We rely on you for that kind of information. Uh, apologies. Yeah, you, sh- you should be bringing that to the table, but never mind. I'm feeling a bit blue. Pardon the pun. Yes, the old. Glenn Avatar, Curran. Um, right, let's let's quickly do a two second NRL wrap, lovey. Uh, tonight, obviously, the Storm and the Raiders. Not sure if you keeping a little interest on that one. It's going to be a close one. Well, I thought it was going to be a close one. Just if you want a little update, lovey, or do I need to keep it give secret? It. No, no, give it. Give it. Forty-nine minutes in. The Storm at twenty to ten to Canberra. Good. That's no. good for dragons. Storm started well. Yeah, I was going to say, and I does think the dragons a favour that one? That's always the secret. And great to hear that Berkey's questioning someone else's technology, uh, diverting <laughs> diverting the attention from his own. <laughs> so, Berkey, you got twenty four hours to pull it together, kid. We've got a big show tomorrow night, so I don't know that's, where you're going to be, but get it together. That, that maybe, maybe coming. Maybe coming black, isn't it? Yeah, who would have thought to stay in Thomastown for good internet? Um, it can happen. It can happen. If Even you pedal that can hard be stolen, can Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The little Thomastown <laughs> market. I'm sure there's a couple of cheap routers and modems going there, for sure. <laughs> um, all right, let's go. Let's go quickly with this round. So, this, unfortunately, this is the current ladder. This yeah. is the current ladder. So, what happens? What happens from here, Lovey? Who who you so, predicting goes up? Look, Someone I think uh, Canberra losing tonight sort of ruins what I was going to think. I, I actually thought that top eight wouldn't change, but um, maybe Newcastle slips in. The Dragons are done; they're cooked. Um, they had their chance before they had a big house party during COVID. So, well done, boys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it for you. Well, the only, the only, the only other ones that could be sneaky would be um, the sharks. Come on, I was going to say the sharks. Sharks, sneaky. sharks sneaky. But I think that top six is set, right? So the top six is set. So it's the last two spots in that eight. Um, look, obviously Canberra. I thought Canberra were a bit better than that, but it's a lottery. Yep. Hey, boys. Obviously, you're bigger. NRL fans and me, what are the statistics from finishing sort of eighth or just just making it and success to going all the way? Yeah, I couldn't really answer that, but I I think it's it's a bit of a lucky dip, really. From you know, you don't have to be you don't have to be top two, but obviously there's a massive advantage being up that top top couple. So can you win it from fourth or fifth? At the moment, pretty hard with the two couple of top teams there. 
because um, there's a fair bit of daylight between those next couple. Aaron, I reckon in the last 10 years, the top two teams have pretty much played off. Yep. In the last 10 years. So it's been really hard to cut through on that. Um, mm. And I don't recall a team any lower than fifth. It's probably, like I said, I think it's like the AFL. The Bulldogs yep. are an absolute outlier in 2016 AFL warrants. Um, yep. I think the Raiders, the Raiders came from sixth the year they made the grand final. Yeah. Years yeah back, that's, or right. years yep. back. that's probably as good as it's ever got. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, actually, I, I reckon about eight, nine years ago, Vunavalu was playing for the Warriors. Um, they smashed, they actually knocked Melbourne out first week of the finals when they did the old top eight system. And they came from eighth and ended up in a prelim. So I think that's as, probably as good as I've ever seen. Yep. Right, are we going to go to the second game? Dragons, Panthers. <laughs> Any chance? Yeah. Tenth versus second. Uh, Panthers aren't at their best at the moment. If the Dragons ever going to get them, there's their chance. Only, only if the night before we our club has tripped their club into getting some nose candy at a party somewhere. Or really half a chance, so. <laughs> so, in other words, no chance. Right so is that a no yeah. then, Alan? We take that as a no. Yeah. yeah. Let's go with the, no the next the next uh, disaster: Brisbane versus the Roosters. Surely, it's the Roosters by plenty. This so, will help the Roosters to start getting some momentum for finals. I'm still yep. worried about them if I'm a Melbourne supporter. Yep, definitely. Absolutely. Um, they're always a big battle. Rabbitohs, Titans, third versus seventh. You would say Rabbitohs, but the Titans have been really, really good this year. They have been. Um, yep. Been pretty consistent from what I've seen. I think the Bunnies are, Bunnies are just a pretty solid unit at the moment. Um, hey, what's the story, by the way? Um, Georgie, the the youngest brother, out of that big clan from the Bunnies, is going to defect to either the Dragons or the Storm. Oh, look! If you get him to the Storm, I'd be pretty excited. Um, but you win the next two premierships. Yep, uh, and just a great signing today from the Melbourne Storm to keep the great. They're all great, let's face it. But uh, Felice Kafusi has signed again for another couple of years. So um, Bellamy, Bellamy he, being there and. He, Putting his is, little is hectic the only one that signed? I think so. He is hectic not, yeah, he's a massive chance to be gone. Um, sadly, yeah. um, I just don't know if they how they're going to fit them all in now. But um, yeah, who knows? Who who knows how it's going to work? Um, and I saw young bloke Chris Lewis scored his first try tonight as well for for the Storm. So they're just just the juggernaut, and just so keep popping uh, up like. But they just keep popping up. Like these are all young blokes that have started from scratch with Bellamy. Like that, that's it's just phenomenal his record. Yeah. And yeah. um that's what Brendan Bolton was probably thinking about with his green shoots at Carlton, except he didn't have them. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta you gotta you can have all the seeds that you like, mate. You still gotta water and fertilize them and some by some, yeah, they don't all grow the same, mate. You, some of it's a little bit of luck. Um, but geez, he's he's been incredible, Bellamy. And for this we were all very surprised, to be honest. Or well, I was definitely as a Storm supporter to hear that Bellamy had signed again, and I thought he was definitely on his way. Um, but look what look what happened since. You know, four or five players have all signed straight behind him, so it's it's an incredible effort. And to see the Storm, I reckon they're good for another two premierships coming up. So it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. Yeah. That was a great gardening analogy, by the way, Don Burt. Good work, mate. Mm. It was really <laughs> good. It's funny you, you look at the Storm like. 
look, I enjoy the NRL, but like so many other sporting teams, associations, even businesses look at their model, how they run their organisation, and it's just it's just elite and so well done, isn't it? Really? Yeah, yeah. but it's, oh, it's one thing. It's one thing. It's just it's a no dickhead policy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Go. Bellamy, Good organisation. Bellamy's pretty intense, that's for sure. Um, but <laughs> he commands respect, and you know he he's a hell of a lot more except than a coach for those guys. Except if you're Brendan Smith. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and but that's the great part about the Storm is they seem to know when to have a little bit of fun, and they know when to turn it on. And I think those rocks in his bag were just a cracker. That was hilarious. Yeah, absolutely, absolute gold. <laughs> um, and I don't think the cheese has been given his right of reply yet. So. Look out for that one. No. Okay. I know Bellamy will get him, that's for sure. Payback hey, can be a bit of a um, bitch. Yeah, it's a matter of when. So let's go Cowboys-Wests, 14th versus mm. 13th. Not much in Who it. Cares, bit of a dead rubber, I think, the Wests for me. And um, the Tigers still make it? Uh, let's have a quick look. The tight. No, they're too far out, I think. Two games yep. out? Yep. yep. No, out. they are. Oh, they're two, they're two games, yeah. No, they're out. Yeah. Two they're out done. and others. They've got to rely on others now. So uh, this one should be good. Sea Eagles versus the Eels, Parramatta. Um, this should be a good game. You've got uh, fourth versus six there. So that's just going to shape the top four to five. It'll be interesting to see how that one rolls out as well. So I'm going mm-hmm. I'm going Manly there. I, 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 yeah, I, manly. Not, it, I, I think that game... Almost tips the eels out of the double chance for the rest of the year. They're, they're, they're one and three in their last four right now. Um, geez, they've hit a roadblock, Parramatta. Mm. And I, if they can't beat the eels who are on a roll, then oh, I think they're in a bit of strife from that double chance perspective for sure. I think the eels, might, it, oh, sorry, I think Manly may even take their spot. So their structure is like ours, Lovey. So fifth, if you win, obviously proceed. If not, sudden death. Yep. Uh, and just while we're on Parramatta, big shout out to one of my great idols as a kid, and I followed Parramatta before we had a team in Melbourne. Sterling, great Peter Sterling is bowing yeah. out of commentary. Finally, mm-hmm. uh, he's decided to leave it to the young blokes now. Which uh, there's a plethora of young superstars coming through, uh, so that'll be great to see. And Peter Sterling's been an absolute superstar. Can they put two words together like Sterling at least? <laughs> well. I think they're all special comments, guys. I'm not too sure many of them are actually oh, commentators. I tell you um, what, I tell if you Fatty what. Fatty with it. Anyone can. I, I I love them, but between Fatty, uh, sorry, Freddie Fittler, bloody Kookaburra, and Andrew Johns, they're, they're absolute dead set battlers. Yep. Absolute they're dead great. set battlers. Compared to Sturlo, compared to Sturlo, they they are yep. just they're funny blokes, but. Yeah, the great part is is JT comes on and let's go that big laugh, mate, and everyone forgets what they were oh, even talking about. Yeah. So that's the great part about the NRL. <laughs> I, 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 I just love their footy show and, and uh, it's just blokes being blokes, but sometimes they get wrapped up in all the wrong stories and culture and you know, it's it's a hard it's a hard game, mate, to keep it all together. And you but you're damned and you're doing damned if you don't. You have a bit of fun, you get bagged. You don't have a bit of yeah. fun, you look like it's too too um methodical, you know, and too structured. But the last couple of games, the Warriors versus the Bulldogs, twelfth versus sixteenth. 
This is yeah, this is where I think the Warriors, if they win this, are still the last team to sneak a chance. I, and I reckon they'll belt the Bulldogs and, and come home, hopefully with a bit of a rush. I don't mind watching the Warriors. I, yeah. they're, they're good fun to watch, actually. Sadly, isn't this the time you'd love your home ground advantage? The Warriors would be playing one of their last games at home. Uh, and almost you could pen that one in. But sadly, uh, they got a, you know, what a massive effort if they could Warriors even make the finals. Um, After last they, year, they didn't even play a single game at home. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, if they could sneak the finals. Um, yep. Yeah. What was your sorry. last game? The, the last game? Yeah. Sharks, yep. got the Sharks. Sharks on Sunday. Afternoon versus the Knights. This will be a ripper. Eighth versus eleventh, and this is the, we said the Knights can make it, didn't we? Oh, yeah, absolutely. They're, 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 they're ninth. Yeah, absolutely. I can. don't know why you had the Sharks as eighth. Uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. That's all right. I'll, I'll, I'll bet the Knights in on that one. I don't write the book, mate. I just play the play the cards. Yeah, I know, so. man. <laughs> I'll, I'll back in the Knights on that one. Yes. Um, Pong so I think we, Pong is playing, they definitely win. Yeah. I think what we'll do is we will we'll continue the fish and chip discussion over time. And we've taken we've taken two items off the fish and chip menu now. We've gone with potato cakes. Well, a couple actually. The potato yeah. cake. We've gone with a chico roll. We've yep. gone with a pickled onion. What's next on the menu? We talked about minimum chips. And if you're not, Muscles. it's just a quick shout out to, if you're on Instagram, Muscles. follow a guy on Instagram titled Minimum Chips. And he goes around to the fish and chip shops and takes a photo <laughs> of Minimum Chips. Oh, no. And it's incredible to see the contrast. Inside. A little bit suburb dependent, but it's incredible to see uh, what you actually get as your Minimum Chips these days. So definitely not like it used to be when I used to walk through Bandura to Malacca Place and get the old fish and chip shop, and it used to be, it used to be a good. What's it called? Malacca Place. Yeah, not Malacca Place. Not Malacca. Yeah, in Bandura there, and I think it's still there. Would have changed hands a few times. The old Greek guy, very much looked after me. The old days, I used to wag school and go and get the fish and chips for lunch. Um, he used to look after me there. Of course, I was at home studying. The, you used to rip the top out of it. And put your hand in the bag and give yourself a third degree burn, but you'd still just eat them anyway. It was. He didn't care. Yeah, we used to tear the old fish and chip packet open, get it on the bus on the old parade bus, and there was plenty of chips and vinegar getting handed around, mate. It was it was a great great fun times. But I know you got got one for me. It's been two dollars, and as you said, you'd be I'd catch the train home, and there'd be enough chips for twenty of your mates. You ended up throwing them out because you'd have that many. Not sure you knock. Where'd you knock off the two bucks, cuz? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus All right, I've got some good news We need to get Luke Sinclair on We do, absolutely And a quick shout out (laughs) to all those All the fantastic musos we've had on And we've had on plenty So just a quick shout out to all those lovely people That have been guests of ours Um, And one of our favourite guests He's charged up his phone And we're going to bring him back one more, oh, no. nothing, nothing <laughs> like a good David Cosmer encore. Yes, back. Welcome back, mate. Oh, <laughs> uh, she got up to ten percent, mate. I thought it's good enough just to come and say thanks for having me on, boys. It's always a good laugh and pleasure to listen and talk a bit of rubbish oh. for the, for an hour and bloody kill some time in this lockdown. 
Absolutely. No, we're still got an hour, mate. So ten percent is not going to cut it. That's okay. Oh, <laughs> yes. Jesus, all right. Yeah, we did. We didn't tell you. It's we're actually staying live until the lockdown lifts. Fair it's, 20, it's, it's, it's like a twenty-four-seven podcast. We just don't move. So what's oh, yeah, been I, happening? I'm going to need an extension cord back of the house. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> so the, what's been happening, Telethon? Is that the goldfish bowl next year, there, Dave? Oh yeah, sorry, that's the bottle. No, it's just my bottle of water, mate. I That's thought that was right, a pickled onion bowl. I thought he'd been yeah. up and some pickled onions already. No, it's a cheeky soda stream. Beautiful. Water or vodka? Just water, buddy. Just water. Dave, yeah, mate. coming back on, but my highlight of tonight yeah. has been the man in where I'm sitting above. He's sitting above me at the moment. Yeah. I, being an Essendon supporter, as you would know, for me to barrack for Hawthorne is sacrilegious. Yeah. But I'm going to barrack so hard. Oh, yeah. And you know what would be even better? If they Steve. were down by like five points and a controversial free kick was paid and yeah. they kicked the goal on one by a point just to and see. Who are they playing again? And then fast forward to the to the, to the the next, so what's been happening where Lovey has and to down Alan Love. He's eating. six. He has to down <laughs> six of the bad boys. And we're going to see some oh, I think you... original... Original content that's going to go viral is what I predict. Yeah, I think Lovey, you're going to have to ring this fish and chip shop, mate, <laughs> and, and make sure there's a few sold during the week because I can see at least you're good for half a dozen there. Can, can someone just explain? Uh, and I'm not. I'll, I'll give a great advice. What would taste better, the ones that have been sitting in the bottom of the jar, or the ones that have tried to escape up the top? Oh, I think there's, I think there's a much of a muchness, mate. That I'll, I'll have a similar sort of gusto. I'm not sure at what point they actually float, so that's that'll be <laughs> yeah. that. That yeah. could be a good yeah. science experiment in itself. But maybe yeah. oh, I'm sure they'll be floating back up if Lovey gets to eat a couple. Oh, <laughs> if I yeah, yeah, they won't digest well for me. I just well, you put it out there, mate. At least you didn't. At least you didn't better getting a, a tattoo of Stewie Jew on your bloody body somewhere. Yes. Yes. Yeah, but- yeah, what, what a pinhead. Um, I, I, I... Well, tattoo, oh. tattoo, six pickled onions. God, I know, mate. <laughs> I'll get you one better. Oh, no. He's so if, if, oh, no. Hang on. If Hawthorne if win, obviously, I have the six pickled onions, right? Let me, let me just write this down. Go on. <laughs> if Hawthorne win, uh, win by 39 and a half points, the old traditional margin, right, in betting, if they win by 39 and a half or more, I'll get a tattoo of a pickled onion. <laughs> oh, I could never barrack hard enough. Oh, this is good. What about changing your name? Well, maybe you could do that. Yes. Well, you better get a bit of Maybe you could go down as World World Peace. Or pickled World Peace. Oh, Jesus. Pickled World Peace. There you go. I've just got Gary Hawkins on the phone, mate. Whiskers. About changing names, you can call yourself the pickled onion. Yes. Well, we're going to, you've changed names a couple of times, Cuz, that's for sure. No, no, you, um, you, you've tried to change my name. I've always right, been Glamour Cuz. So, what we're going to do, quick shout out to tomorrow night's guest, the beautiful Mr. Davy Lane. We cannot Legend. wait yes. to put this one together. I cannot he, wait to have a chat to Davy. He's an attractive looking man. About his life. He's a good looking boy, no doubt. So, I know um, we're big fans of his. And Is that eating pickled to... onions? Well, we will we will remember that, boys, to have a chat about 
David Cosmer <laughs> asked about Davy's recollections of the pickled onion. So we will get there on that one. <laughs> Dave, yeah. I'd like to thank you again on behalf of all us boys, mate. You're welcome every time. I know we shoot you a link and anytime you Sorry, want to Daddy. jump on, you're one, thank of, the, you, one of the boys, mate. One of the boys. So Appreciate what have you got it. for us? I know you want to finish us off with a bit of positive energy for the night. I'll finish off with a song that I wrote a few years ago called Sober On and the premise being that you've just got to buckle down and just get on with whatever's thrown at you sort of thing, you know, like it's a pretty simple message but probably a, a, an important one in these crazy times. Thank you, boys, for having me. Beautiful, mate. Yeah, Thank coming you on, mate. Been a legend. We'll see you, soon. We'll see you huh? A song called Sober On. I got a feeling I'm being watched like a bird It only comes from what I've seen and what I heard Wasting time looking twice when once it's usually enough Usually enough I hear a whisper it's from China to me the link was damaged by a ravenous sea By the time it touched the land, it was left to me By the time it touched the land, it was left to me Straight to the point and sober on The only way to carry on Race for a tree change far away. The sound depends on which way the trees will sway, and when they sway the right way, you can hear the sea. And when they sway the right way, you're gonna hear the sea. Yeah. Straight to the point and sober on. The only way to carry on. Straight to the point and sober on, yeah. The only way to carry on. The only way to carry on. Carry on. Mm -hmm.